Hello, and welcome to On the Road to Super Showdown. I'm Christy, and I'm joined by my brother, David. And if you haven't listened to our podcast before, we cover WWE pay-per-views and their, I guess you'd say, fallouts. Um, I guess what makes ours slightly unique is we're both still relatively new to wrestling. We've been watching steadily for about, what, six months now? Six, seven months, yeah. Six months. Yeah. I mean, you've been technically watching wrestling longer. You just (laughs) haven't been watching the weekly shows. Right. I would just dip in for for the pay-per-views. Yeah. And so this is only technically my third pay-per-view actually watching since I started watching regularly. And... To be honest, I did not watch it live because Super Showdown was streaming here at like 5 a.m. And I love wrestling, but I'm not waking up at 5 a.m. Right. Streaming live from Australia. Yeah, from Australia. Melbourne, Australia. The night times for them. Yes. Yes. So. Our friends down under. Oh, no. That was (laughs) terrible. No, it was pretty good. Was it, though? (laughs) No. Okay. Well, moving on to the pay-per-view now. Um, There was no kickoff show. No, no kickoff. And, you know, I think it was, what, four-hour pay-per-view? Yeah, four-ish hours. It still seemed kind of short. Somehow it seemed short. I guess because there wasn't a kickoff show. I guess that's what it seemed. Yeah, there's no kickoff show, and there's a lot of... A lot of promos and packages being played in between matches. Yeah, that's so. true. But, I mean, they usually do that. Which is true. Because, I mean, they have to reset between matches, so. Right. Yeah. A little longer than usual, but. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Because there were fewer matches, I, I feel, think. I think they played one after the people got out there, though. They did. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, I don't remember either. But I thought that was strange. Because, like, well, now that person's standing in the ring awkwardly for, like, <laughs> four minutes. Right. While this package of them plays. Yeah. But on to the first match, which was the SmackDown Tag Team Championship between The Bar. The Bar. And The New Day, which that was a super fun match. I'm glad they started out with that one because... Both those tag teams, I really love watching them. They're both super fun. Kofi and Xavier Woods, they wrestled for the New Day. Biggie, surprisingly, was not wrestling for that match. Considering the size and power of Cesaro and Sheamus. Right, yeah, they're both pretty big guys. Especially Cesaro is big and powerful, but also moves like a cruiserweight. Yeah, super agile, so... I guess that might be what they they wanted to counteract his his speed. Yeah, I guess so. With their own speed. Yeah. And plus, again, Xavier Woods has been beefing up lately, so. Yeah. But, I mean, they're all super fun to watch. Oh, so, yeah. it was a really good match. Cesaro finally did his swing move, which I have not seen him. Well, I've been watching, like I've said in previous episodes, a uh, back catalog, which he did fairly often but yeah, lately he has not often. done but I've no. been able to tell so that was super fun to see him do that and then turn it into a sharpshooter on Xavier Woods but Kofi does yeah. save Xavier from that and they double team for the win so they retain the bar 
did not raise the bar, I guess. I guess they were not the bar <laughs> that night. I don't know. But yeah, they did a backstabber and a double stomp between Xavier and Kofi for the... I think they did it to Cesaro. For the, yeah, it was Cesaro. Yeah, so poor Cesaro. Yeah, the Swedish... Cyborg? No, the Swiss. Swiss. Yeah, he's not Swedish. The Swiss, <laughs> the Swiss cyborg slash Superman. Yeah. They say both. But the New Day was able to avenge Booty Bootyworth. Bootyworth because Cesaro <laughs> and Seamus dumped. Yeah, dumped pancake batter. Interrupted their cooking show and right? dumped pancake batter all over him. Not only and in his hat. Yeah, first in his hat and then just the rest all over him. Yeah. It was sad. Poor Mr. Bootyworth. But he was avenged. He was avenged. And that was a really like I said, it was a really good fun match. Mm-hmm. Good way to start a pay per view. Oh, one thing I did want to mention about the pay per view overall was it was strange because there was only one announce table. Mm, yeah. Which I thought was weird for pay-per-views because they yeah. usually have multiple announce tables for the different languages. Yeah. And usually make a big show of it when it gets to the, right. the headlining match, the main event match. Yeah, so I thought that was strange. It was odd, yeah. Because it was just, it was Corey Graves, Renee Young, and Michael Cole. Yeah. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But it's but. just, I don't know, I thought it was strange, especially since they were in a, another country. Right. So, I don't know. And I'm sure those people were still there. Yeah, because I'm sure they do alternate um, commentary. Oh, yeah, for the Any, different For country, the different countries, yeah. Different so. Countries and regions, yeah. And it's not like they didn't have the space. They were in a huge cricket ground. Like, <laughs> right. that place was huge. They kept comparing it to, like, a WrestleMania feel. Yeah. Which I totally got because that, yeah, it, it was place was huge. Outside stadium, which is usually where they have WrestleMania, so. Yeah. And the announce table was so close to the ring, too. Oh, very close. Weirdly. Weird. weird how close it was. Yeah. I feel, it felt like it was closer than even during, like, SmackDown. Like, just a yeah. SmackDown episode. It was even closer yeah, than that. I think it was, yeah. Which, again, is weird because they literally had all this space... But anyways, I just wanted to mention that. Um, ooh, and then the next match was the SmackDown Women's Championship. It was a rematch for Charlotte for her to gain the title back. Mm-hmm. And she was wearing her pink that she wore at SummerSlam when she won her title. Was that the was that the seventh time or the sixth time? Her sixth title seventh title so seeing her wearing her pink it's like oh is she gonna get it back like she did at SummerSlam right but nope because Becky did not wrestle honorably in this match even though it was a good match again these two women are just really good wrestlers and they're not afraid to show it they are very technical they are very even well I guess pretty evenly matched, I would say. Yeah. I enjoyed watching it. I mean, you know, there wasn't... I mean, not to say it wasn't, like, an exciting match to watch, but there wasn't a super love, you know, some of the guys, they just, like, fly and fling themselves at stuff. Mm-hmm. Which, like, there was some of that, but just watching them, you think these two women are just 
on they are on the top. They are really good wrestlers and they know what they're doing. Yeah. It's a shame they're not well, I mean, I guess they are promoted because it's a championship they're match. The ones fighting for the SmackDown championship. But like <laughs> I guess they're I wish they'd do that more for the raw women's roster. Right. There haven't been too many good matches. Good technical, really technical no. matches for them lately. I would say yeah. Yeah. that I can think. I mean, there have been a few, but not for the length that Charlotte and Becky's matches have been. Like, they've been good oh, yeah. long That's matches. True. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Charlotte uh, did the Boston Crab on Becky, <laughs> which every time I see that, I'm like, nope, those are the walls of Jericho. That is not Boston yeah. Crab. Well, his is, it's, I know his it's is slightly different. I know. But, but in my head, I'm. It's the same effect. In the head, I think Walls of Jericho. <laughs> it's the same effect. Yeah. But I guess Becky couldn't handle Charlotte because she tried to walk out. She left the ring and took her title and was trying to leave for a count out because then she would retain her title. Right. In this match. But Charlotte was like, nope, you gotta win this the hard way. Mm-hmm. And she drug Becky back in, and she got her into a figure eight. But then, because Becky still had the her title in the ring, she, like, smacks Charlotte with the belt and gets disqualified. So, Charlotte won. Won, but... But not really. Becky retained her yeah, title. Yeah, but Becky kept the title. Retained the title. And, of course, Charlotte was not happy about that, so they have a little brawl, you know, after the bell rings. Mm-hmm. And we learned later in the night, morning, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> later in the pay-per-view that um, Paige called for a rematch on SmackDown where there's, if Becky got disqualified at all, it, um, she loses the title. She, she would lose the title. Yeah. yeah. Basically taking away her champion's advantage. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's what even though she, count outs, though. Even though it didn't count, yeah. Yeah. Didn't include count outs. Yeah. Which, that was an exciting into that match on SmackDown, but we'll get to that. And then the next match was a tag team match between with Elias and Kevin Owens versus John Cena and Bobby Lashley. And this was John Cena's return in a while. I'm not sure how long. He's probably... Well, for at least a pay-per-view. He did a live show in China a while, a few weeks ago. Yeah. But this is his first pay-per-view in a while. It's been a pay-per-view or two. Yeah. That was a good match. Um, John Cena didn't even get in until the end. Like, pretty much Elias and Kevin Owens were working over Bobby Lashley pretty <laughs> much the whole match. Well, I say working over. I mean, there was, there was some give and take, but yeah. it was mostly skewed towards in favor of them for the whole match but then John Cena finally gets in and let's see it was a shoulder a couple shoulder tackles his five knuckle shuffle an attitude adjustment and then he unveiled his sixth move of doom (laughs) which wait who did he was it to it was to Elias wasn't it that he did it to I think it was Elias. I don't think it was yeah. Kevin Owens. No. Yeah. So, 
I'm, I guess he has five moves of doom. I don't know what they all are. Do you know what no. they all are? No? Okay. I assume they included the moves he had done just before that. I guess. Well, but can you really consider a shoulder tackle a yeah, move of doom? Maybe. Oh. John Cena does, and yeah. Anyways, but yeah, he's been he's been in China apparently filming a movie with Jackie Chan, which I think would be like an amazing thing experience. Uh, yeah, I would say so. But I guess the weirdest thing was, oh, I say weird, that's rude. Um, his <laughs> hair was longer than normal, yeah, so letting it grow out. Yeah, he's letting it grow out. I assume for the film, and. I saw a picture of him the other day. Well, not the other day, but prior to the pay-per-view. I was just like, something's off. What is different about him? And I was like, oh, his hair. <laughs> he has longer hair. Because usually it's like a crew cut and everything. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that was different about John Cena. But then at the end of the match, he gives a kind of weird, vague speech. <laughs> I don't know. Pretty much how... He's thanking the WWE universe and how he loves WWE so much, and he's thankful to anytime he gets to get back in the ring. And then he's looking towards the future, but like living the moment or something. It was weird and vague. He he said he didn't know what the future holds. So it's like, are you, you retiring <laughs> or was? Yeah. And just kind of left at that. I don't know. That was yeah. It was it was vague. It was super vague and a little strange because it kind of sounded like a retirement speech. Kind of didn't. didn't. We know it wasn't because he's going to be at the next pay per view men's or crown jewel. Crown jewel. Yeah, because uh, I should look this up before we start recording, but they're doing a WWE World Cup tournament there. Which, I don't know if that's something they've done before, or this is a sure. new thing. Again, I should look this up before we start recording, because I'm curious it's if they have I've done... I've seen before. Okay. Because I, I feel like I've heard of it before, or it could just be creating something in my head. I don't know. Maybe. So, I need... A lot of different World Cups, so who knows? That's true. Different... different pretty much sports. every sport has a World Cup or a form of a World Cup, so I don't... Yeah. I don't know, it's supposed to prove who's the best in the world, which I thought that's what the titles were for. But I guess there's no <laughs> overall... I guess there is no... I mean, well, there's the WWE Championship. But even... I don't know. They have too... They almost have too many titles. Yeah. To be like, now, this is the best person. And each brand has their version of the... Right. Because Raw added the Universal title, which soon was the counterpart to the... WWE, the heavyweight one. Yeah. So pretty much each brand has two men's singles titles. Yeah. Well, right? SmackDown has like... Because they've got... Inter- no, no Raw has the Intercontinental. No, that's right. And the Universal. And SmackDown has WWE Championship. And the United, and the United, States. United States Championship. Right. And now they both have... They both have separate tag, tag teams. Men's tag teams. Right. Which... I think there should be women's tag team titles. Yeah, they need to add that. Because sure. there are several women's tag teams, and they keep giving women tag team matches, but yeah, there's no titles. There's no 
title for any of them to go after it. So I think that's something that really needs to be added because it's ridiculous for there only to be two women's titles, a Raw women's title and a SmackDown women's title. That's it. Like, men have technically six chances to get a title Mm. and women only have two. That's insane. Yeah. Especially when they do actually have female tag teams. Like the Riot Squad, the Iconics. They teamed up Bailey and Sasha before Bailey, I mean, not Bailey, Sasha got hurt. Mm -hmm. Teamed up Asuka and Naomi. So there are several women's tag teams that, I don't know, I think they deserve a tag team title. Yeah, for sure. Just like the men. I mean, come on. It's 2018. Come on. Okay, moving on to the next match. And speaking of the Iconics and Asuka and Naomi, that was the next match. <laughs> um, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, of course, are from Australia. So this is a special pay-per-view for them. Yeah. Um, Peyton Royce is representing Australia. She had some Australian flag details on her costume gear, ring gear. I'm going to say ring gear. No, it's not a costume. It's not a costume. <laughs> Um, it was a decent match. It was, I thought, really short. Because, I don't know, I like Asuka and I really like Naomi. And they were, I guess they were in winning the match for most of it. I would say so, yeah. Yeah. But, like I said, they're really good wrestlers. Not to say that Billy Kay and Peyton Royce aren't also good wrestlers. I just really like Asuka and Naomi. Yeah. And... They just recently paired them together as best friends now, I guess? <laughs> yeah. Well, because they've had the Iconics, like, basically cyberbullying Naomi. Yeah, yeah, that's how it started. Maybe not, I guess, a little extreme, but not that extreme, obviously. But Yeah, but I don't know. Having a Twitter war or whatever, yeah. I don't know. So they had Asuka back her up. Yeah, eventually Asuka came out and, yeah, helped Naomi and they became friends, I guess, to build up for yeah. this match. Right. I would assume. But yeah, it was a, sh- it was a short match. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it was decent. It was good to watch. Mm-hmm. And, but the Iconics did win, which I guess they kind of had to because they're Australian and is in Australia so it'd be kind of yeah. sad if they didn't <laughs> it'd be pretty sad if they didn't yeah. I think they were saying they had like 40 of their family members there or something, <laughs> yeah, something and, like that. oh yeah Renee said something about uh, one of them meeting their nephew for the first time that, yeah. and of course Corey was like oh now now her nephew wants to meet her or something and Renee's like it's a baby <laughs> it's what a are you baby. talking about Corey can't talk to her it's a baby <laughs> anyway so that was funny but yeah it was a good match um short but good short but good yeah and then the next match was a WWE championship match between AJ Styles and Samoa Joe Ooh. There's no disqualifications or countouts this time, so there has yeah. to be a winner. Has to be a winner. Now that there hasn't been a winner, but <laughs> right. anyways, I'm <laughs> um, gosh, so glad this whole thing's over. Uh, so this is actually the end of this. I hope. I mean, I hope so. I think 
Because I don't know. Still, Smojo might actually be injured. Yeah, he or might he, actually. I think he might actually be. Or he may not be. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to tell sometimes. It's to, yeah, it's really hard to tell. Sometimes. Because sometimes they do legitimately get hurt, and other times they're just really good at selling getting hurt. Or they just like, oh, they got hurt, and use it as a story thing. And it's like, well, are they actually hurt? Right. Yeah. I feel too. like I don't know. That kind of bugs me a little bit when they do that because there are people that legitimately get hurt and are out for months at a time and it kind of I don't know they don't don't do that a whole lot anymore they definitely used to do that a lot more yeah they definitely did that when after Finn Balor got hurt and he was out for nine months because then like oh Sasha's back's hurt and then like oh no she's fine well she's fine but like it was still wrapped up but she's still getting in the ring and doing stuff when she was having her feud with Charlotte. So, I don't know. That just made me feel weird because I was like, you legitimately had an athlete get seriously hurt and he had to give up his title and he's out for nine months and you're just kind of making... Almost makes light of injuries, which I don't appreciate because these are... This is their career and... I mean, what do you do when you can't do your job for nine months? That's very unsettling. Yeah. Especially for an athlete, because you can't... It's not like, I don't know, you're a video editor and you break your leg. You can still sit at the computer and edit. <laughs> you can still edit video. But, like, if... And movies. And like, whatnot. what's his name? Rowan, when he, like, tore his bicep... Yeah. He can't... He can't go out there and wrestle. He can't, wrestle. He can't even, like, exit, like, work out. He can't even weight train or anything. Yeah, he's... I mean, he's... I'm sure he's doing physical therapy well, yeah. and stuff, but that's but not the his extent usual. of it. Not his usual routine, right. I'm sure. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. That yeah, kind of feel that makes me feel weird when they say, "Oh, somebody has an injury." When like, it's like, do they? Yeah, I think that's why they don't. They try not to do it too much. Yeah, anymore. that's why I'm thinking Smojo might actually be. But he still got out there on SmackDown. He did, but it was over. Well, it was over quick. Yeah. But we'll get to over, we'll, we'll get, get to, to that, that match. Yeah. Yeah, um, I guess AJ was wearing his, he was wearing silver pants this time with, like, mm-hmm. sparkle and bezel embellishment on his little phenomenal one AJ logo, so that was the first time I seen him wear sparkles. <laughs> I mean, it was an excess of sparkles, but still, that was yeah. a little different, a little flashier than yeah. normal for AJ. A little extra flash. Of course, after, I guess, do we want you to talk about before what Smojo did like the episodes before or... no we don't need to okay we've talked about it yeah, they took it even somehow they took it even farther let's just say that <laughs> they took it way further than they ever should have yeah to the point where Paige comes out and's like we should we're gonna fire him but then AJ's like no I wanna wrestle him and really put him down or whatever it's like well you can't really fire him because you're the ones making him do these things <laughs> exactly, so you yeah. actually can't fire well i mean they could but they can if it was real if it was real yeah but anyways yeah somehow they took it all farther and it's just like i'm so glad it's over now yeah just really glad it's over. Ugh. anyways but of course the brawl started there's a brawl before the ring even the outside of the ring before the bell rang I'll get it out <laughs> because of all that craziness at one point 
Joe throws AG into the announce table, but AJ lands on his feet and like gets right back in the ring. So he kind of surprised Joe because Joe wasn't expecting him to pop back up. Mm-hmm. And AJ bleeds again from his mouth. <laughs> I don't know how. Well, I mean, I, I can imagine how, but. Right. Although the past two pay-per-views, AJ's bled, so <laughs> I don't know. From the mouth, both times. Um, because it's a no disqualification match, Joe gets out of chair at one point, but AJ, when Joe's trying to go after AJ, AJ kicks the chair and it ends up hitting Joe in the face, so it backfires. Yeah. AJ then beats Joe with the chair because it's a no disqualification, so mm-hmm. anything goes. Oh, yeah, then he sat in it for a little bit and just kind of, like, sat... Remember when he sat <laughs> yeah, there in the ring just yeah. looking at Joe for a little bit? Yeah. That was That was funny. Samojo got a table out at one point, but then they both went through it. I think that's when he said he popped, he heard his knee pop or something. Yeah. Like he tells the ref, like, oh, it popped. Yeah, it popped. I heard it pop. Yeah. Of course, he does He does wear knee braces on, I, I think, both on both his knees, it looks like. Yeah, I think so. Already, like, before the match, like, he pretty much wears knee braces at all his matches. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the commentators are like, oh, Joe's had knee problems and stuff prior yeah. to after, you know, after we hear him say that to give backstory. Right. But he says he's like, no, no, I'm fine. And, of course, the ref's like, oh, fussing over him. And AJ, like, pulls the ref back. He's like, no, he's, he's fine. Yep, and then, like, fine. he just, like, goes after the knee. Of course. Of course, because that makes sense, you know. Yeah. And eventually, AJ gets him in a calf crusher and on on the injured knee, on the and, injured knee. and Joe taps yeah. out. Yep. And that was into that. End of that. Yeah. So AJ won. He retains. It's over. And the, that awful storyline is over. Oh, the worst storyline ever is over, and I'm so happy. <laughs> Never do that again. Never do anything like that again. Ever. Just ever. Ever. <laughs> Never ever. Okay, and then on to the next match, which was a six-woman tag team match between the Riot Squad versus the Bella Twins and Ronda Rousey. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Nikki and Ruby started the match, which, you know, they're good wrestlers. So, I mean, it was a decent match up to a point. (laughs) Very specific point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brie and Liv Morgan have had a little thing going on for a while. And mm-hmm. at one point, Brie tries to grab Liv's tongue <laughs> and then, like, does for a little bit. I don't know. It was, it was weird and does, like, gro- does, gross at the same time. pretending to because, you know, you don't want to actually touch somebody else's tongue. Yeah, because that's <laughs> nasty. That's yeah, very nasty. Yeah, so I don't... That was weird. I don't know why you would even do yeah. that anyways i don't know that was weird but strange and oh. strange funny funny-ish <laughs> i guess it's more visual than normal also because liv has her tongue blue yeah, it's so it's blue yeah so it stands blue. out more so it was, i don't know i guess that made it even more weird because yeah. it's like this bright blue thing that breeze <laughs> coming out of her mouth that breeze tried to grab is it was weird i don't know and it was kind of a close-up shot, too, so it was just, oh, what's happening? <laughs> I thought we were wrestling. What is happening? <laughs> but it was pretty much 
Bree and Nikki for that team most of the time. And then eventually Rhonda comes in. They do tag Rhonda in. They do tag Rhonda in and she does a double arm bar on Morgan and Liv Morgan and Sarah is it Sarah Logan? Yeah. 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 Yeah, she has a double arm bar on both of them and the match is over because they both tap out. They tap out because that's Rhonda's only move. Which I kind of figured that's what was going to happen anyways because she doesn't really wrestle much so the Bella Twins pretty much did all the work and then Rhonda swoops in for the win. Swoops in at the end and finishes it. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, that was that match. That was that. And, I don't know, I wish she'd stop with the arm bars because she is, I mean, I'm pretty sure she, I'm pretty sure Alexa Bliss is still hurt from that. Yeah. At, what was that, Hell, well, that was Hell in a Cell, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Alexa Bliss is, may still be injured from that, that time, so she either needs to stop doing it or learn to do it properly to not hurt people. Right. Because that's not the goal of wrestling to hurt actually hurt the other wrestlers. That's not the goal. No. Anyways, so yeah. On to the next match. This one was a fun match. It was a for the cruiserweight championship. Cedric Alexander versus Buddy Murphy, who was a hometown boy, actually from Melbourne, Australia. And mm-hmm. that was a fun to watch. It's always fun to watch the cruiserweights. Yeah. Because they just, they're jumping Flipping around. and jumping and yeah. flying around. Yeah, they're just exciting to watch. But Alexander's gear was kind of cool. It was, was kind of yeah, Spider-Man kinda inspired. Spider-Man me. themed, yeah. Yeah. I guess I should say Iron Spider. Yeah, it was more, yeah. Infinity War, Iron Movie, Iron Spider inspired. But it was cool, though. Yeah, it was cool, yeah. Murphy, since he's from Australia, he carried the Australia flag into the ring. So, and he had... His pants were... If I remember, his pants seemed kind of weird, but that may just be me. Because they were, like, longer, but they were, like, kind of jagged at the bottom. I think that was... I think I'm remembering that correctly i don't know yeah i don't again i don't so yeah i don't i don't watch the cruiserweight regular i don't watch 205 live regularly so you know i guess i should but there's only so much time in the week (laughs) and but yeah murphy beat alexander so he won in his hometown at a huge pay-per-view so that's super exciting that's always exciting Man, the crowd, they were they oh, were yeah. probably the most they into were, that match, oh, I would yeah. say. They were there for that match, they were, yeah, 100%. You could, oh, yeah, you could tell, like, you know, other stuff could happen. They didn't care, but no, that yeah. match, they cared. Oh, yeah. They were super into it. They were all into that one. So, yeah, that was super, that was a good match. Mm-hmm. And the next one was Braun Strowman and Dolph Ziggler. Drew McIntyre <laughs> versus the, the Shield, Shield, which for some reason when the Shield enters, they cannot find <laughs> they the actual entrance when they're together. And this time it was even worse because they all came in separately and then converged. 
in the crowd wearing weird Bane masks. I don't know what that was about. Have they worn something like that before? Or is, was that a new thing? Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't watching when they were the S.H.I.E.L.D. the first time, so I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Just when I saw that, all I could think was Bane. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Went from Thanos pants to, <laughs> to Bane masks. Dark Knight Rises Bane masks. Anyway, so they came through the crowd, which took a while because, like we said, giant cricket ground. (laughs) A lot of crowd to come through. Yep. And, of course, there was a brawl before the match because these six men have been going at it for, gosh, after SummerSlam? It was right after SummerSlam. That's true. Because that's that's when Braun tried to do his first cash in yeah so it was like the night it must have been the raw after SummerSlam. yeah i think it was the raw after so it's been almost two months now yeah dolphin seth start um (laughs) braun threw seth into the ring to start (laughs) i think or maybe he threw dolph i can't remember my notes aren't that detailed um (laughs) braun threw somebody in the ring to start the match Oh, at one point, Roman accidentally Superman punches Dean off the apron. (laughs) So that was like, oh, no, that was super dramatic moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but they started. How'd they start? Oh, yeah, the three, the beginning of the match, Braun, Dolph, and Drew were in the ring. And then Roman, Seth, and Dean were on the apron surrounding them. Hmm. But then in the middle of the match... It's a swap, and Seth and Roman are in the middle of the ring by themselves, and Braun, Dolph, and Drew are on the, standing on the apron outside the ring, but then Dean comes up on the fourth <laughs> side of the ring. Um, we think, is this it? Is Dean going to betray his bro- shield brothers? Because that was the whole thing where they were... Where Braun and Dolph and Drew were trying to get Dean to come to the dark side, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So... At this point, we're like, oh, is he gonna, what is gonna happen? But then, of course, he, he doesn't. No. But that was a, that was a nice dramatic moment. Because that was after Roman, that was after Roman punched him. So we're like, oh. Oh, no, is that it? Is was that the turn? last straw? So that, yeah, that was good. But then Roman sacrifices himself to save Dean from getting tackled. Yeah, it was a tackle. Tackled by, by Braun Strowman. So really bulldozed. It's not a tackle, <laughs> yeah. it's a bulldoze. Um, but yeah, Roman sacrificed himself to save Dean. <laughs> and then Dean finally gets a win. Like, all these shield and stuff matches, and Dean hasn't gotten to get the pin. Yeah. But this time he did. He did Dirty Deeds on Dolph Ziggler for the win. So the shield won. Yeah. Dean won. Dean won. <laughs> Dean Ambrose won. But that was a good match. It had, yeah. it had good dramatic moments, mm-hmm. good storytelling within the match. Right. Yeah. So that was that was a good match to watch. Very good. Oh, another fun short match was Daniel <laughs> Bryan versus The Miz. A lot shorter than thought it would be. Right. Yeah, that would be a lot longer since they've had... This has been building up for over eight years now, <laughs> apparently. But this match, it was for a... WWE Championship opportunity. Mm. Apparently, at Crown Jewel. Yeah. So whoever won this match was going to 
get to face whoever won the Samojo AJ Styles match, which of course AJ won. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yay indeed. But of course, Daniel Bryan interrupts The Miz with the entrance, because why not? Of course, The Miz goes after Daniel Bryan's ribs because SmackDown before, was his name Shelton Benjamin? Yeah, Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. Which apparently is a former champion, but yeah. I haven't heard him, but I guess because he hasn't. Yeah. So it's probably been a while. Yeah, it's been a while since he's wrestled, at least on SmackDown, I should say. Yeah. Miz got him a match against Daniel Bryan to weaken him, I guess. Yeah, to weaken him before the big. Before the Miz's match against him at Super Showdown. Mm-hmm. And of course, he hurt. Daniel Bryan's ribs and of course now The Miz is taking advantage of it and working on his ribs and their match and it was a short match surprisingly short yeah. Daniel Bryan I think they called it an inside cradle on The Miz I think that's what they called it yeah and it was a count out which when we were watching we missed because Corey said something <laughs> dumb or something weird, weird and we were laughing really hard <laughs> And then the count was so fast, and they were the bell rang, and they were Daniel Brown's leaving the ring. We're like, wait, what? What just happened? Who? What? (laughs) So we had to rewind it, and it's like, oh, Daniel Bryan pinned the Miz. That was really fast. (laughs) And of course, the Miz is livid. He's like, no, no, you know, being the Miz, being super dramatic because he's the Miz. But yeah, Daniel Bryan won. You. Beat the Miz fair and square. Yep. Yeah, Miz didn't even really get a chance to do anything shady, did he? No. No. That's how no. Sh- that's how short the match was. <laughs> and so, yep, Daniel Frying, Daniel Frying, <laughs> Daniel Bryan gets to face AJ Styles at um, Crown Jewel. Yep. Yep. Which should be that'll be a good match. That will be a good match. So good. Yeah. Daniel Bryan hair versus phenomenal hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no contest there. No, there is no contest with the <laughs> hair department. No, none whatsoever. And then finally, the last match of the night, which the whole pay-per-view was kind of built around, was yep. The Undertaker versus Triple H. For the last time. But not really. But not really. <laughs> as we find out later. But... I guess the surprising thing about this match that they announced right at the beginning of the match was all of a sudden it's a no disqualifications (laughs) match. Right. Surprise, surprise. Because Triple H can't beat The Undertaker one-on-one, really, apparently. Nope. Because Undertaker had Kane, his brother Kane, in his corner. (laughs) And Triple H had... His brother, Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid, in his corner. I guess this was my first time watching The Undertaker or Triple H wrestle, actually. Nothing about in like current time, at least. Not watching clips from previous matches or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, I guess that's true, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they're both kind of retired right. in the sense that they don't wrestle you know weekly but I guess they 
come out for special stuff. Right. Yeah. So, so it was interesting. I didn't quite know what to expect because, I mean, yes, they are two of the greatest of all time, but they're also getting older. They're not in their late 20s, early 30s anymore. So you're obviously going to move a lot differently when you're... (laughs) Wait, are they like early 50s? Yeah, early mid 50s. Late 40s, early 50s. Yeah. So yeah, you're going to you're going to move differently, especially when you've been wrestling for 20, 30 years of your life. That's going to take a toll on your body. Yeah. Even the Undertaker compared to the last I guess the last time I really saw him was the WrestleMania 2 years ago, which was it supposedly his last one. He was even compared to that, he was moving a lot slower than than even just then. Yeah, I can tell why they had Kane and Shawn Michaels there to make the match a little more interesting because it, it was a pretty slow match overall. Yeah. But, I mean, it took them, like, ten minutes to do all, <laughs> do all, all four entrances, <laughs> yeah. especially the Undertaker's. Yeah. Because he does not run to the ring. No. He stride. He takes his nice, long, slow strides to the ring. Yeah. Which is fine because that's his character. Yeah. But because they were on a cricket ground, the entryway was <laughs> super long. Extra long. Extra long. Like so long that I think that was the first time I ever heard Kane, all of Kane's entrance music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More than 10 seconds. Right. But yeah, Undertaker's entrance was super cool because they had like all kinds of fire going. So oh, yeah. that was super cool. But yeah, getting to the actual match, there was a point where they both went to the crowd. I guess Triple H was trying to get away from the Undertaker. Yeah. So like, crowd was going crazy because it's the Undertaker and Triple H <laughs> right there. And but eventually, Undertaker drags the drags Triple H back into the ring. I can't remember who got out the table. It was probably Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I think Shawn Michaels he kept, the table, though. Yeah, he was pulling out all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just throughout the match, whatever was under the ring. But eventually there's a table, and we were hoping that Undertaker was going to put Triple H to the table, but then Triple H put Kane through the table. Yeah. Unf- unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Undertaker tombstones Triple H, but he kicks out. And, of course... Undertaker gets upset with the ref and punches him out. (laughs) (laughs) So there was no official for a while in the match. (laughs) It took a while to get a new one out. Well, I say for some reason, but obviously to make it dramatic that there's no ref. So, yeah, there was kind of craziness. Well, I say craziness, but, you know, destruction going on in the meantime. And then eventually, Undertaker, well, I guess, well, Triple H kind of pinned Undertaker once, but there's no yeah, official. There's no. So I don't know why he was it. trying to pin him because <laughs> there's no official, so that was kind of dumb. Yeah. But then when an official finally did come out and Triple H was pinning Undertaker again. It was super close. Kane pulled the ref out and knocked the ref, knocked that ref out, <laughs> yeah. unconscious apparently, because then he was that ref was out of the ring for a while, because Kane saved the Undertaker from that pin. And somewhere, Shawn Michaels gets a sledgehammer and gives yeah. it to Triple H. From under the ring. Um, but why it's would Triple you? Triple H's sledgehammer. Oh, does Triple H just have yeah, a sledgehammer? Just- 
Is it's it? part of his snout. Like yeah, I said, I haven't really seen him wrestle, let's, so I don't... I don't but yeah, that's part of his snout. Okay, but logically, why would you have a sledgehammer... <laughs> no, wait, why? You wouldn't. you wouldn't have a sledgehammer under a wrestling ring. I mean, at least with the Randy Orton getting the screwdriver out, out of the toolbox. I, that makes sense, right. because you would have a screwdriver to put together stuff, but anyways... So, Shawn Michaels gives him a Triple H sledgehammer, and Kane gives Undertaker a chair. And, of course, they go at it with each other. I think I think Kane... I mean, well, sorry. I think Undertaker like knocks the sledgehammer away with yeah. the chair. And, yeah, that's when... Yeah, this is when Triple H does the cover with no official. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why, why are you doing that? Nobody's there. <laughs> There's no one there to kill. And then... Uh, Undertaker gets a Hell's Gate submission on Triple H, but then Triple H still has the sledgehammer, and he starts to choke the Undertaker. So they're choking, basically choking each other out. (laughs) Basically. And eventually Shawn Michaels comes in and kicks the Undertaker. What's his kick called? Sweet. Is it Jin or Chin? Probably Chin. Chin music? Sweet Chin music. Because he's kicking him in the chin. Oh, okay. Does it really make sense as a <laughs> I don't know. name? But, oh no, his music's also kind of <laughs> <laughs> strange. But anyways. You um, sexy. What? No, it's, sexy. it's not sexy. That's <laughs> not. Especially the Vince McMahon version. I'd never want to hear that ever. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's just no. Should not exist. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Shawn Michaels kicks the Undertaker and Triple H takes advantage of the distraction as the first official finally, I guess, regains consciousness after Undertaker punched him out and he climbs back into the ring and then Triple H does a pedigree and pins the Undertaker, which was disappointing for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> because it's pretty disappointing. Yeah. It's the Undertaker. Right, you can't beat the Undertaker. Obviously, he can't do it by himself. Obviously. Obviously. This just proves it. And so, yeah, Triple H wins. And they kind of have a brief moment of respect where they... Brief, nice moment. Yeah, Triple H and Shawn Michaels have their moment where they're like, Oh, best friends, we won. And then they pull Undertaker up and they have, like, lifted... All four of them are in the ring and lift each other's hands because King gets back up. Hmm. King didn't actually do too much in the match, unfortunately. Yeah. I guess because if he did, I mean, it's no contest between King and Heartbreak Kid. I mean, come on. But anyways, so they have a moment of respect. They all lift, they're all, all their hands are lifted in the middle of the ring and everybody's cheering. So it's like, is this a retirement? Like what? I don't know. They kind of had that feel. So I was like, oh, that's disappointing that they're retiring the Undertaker on a loss. <laughs> yeah. But then <laughs> the Brothers of Destruction do some destruction. <laughs> and yep, yeah, Undertaker's tombstones Triple H and they choke wait. Is it, I guess it would be the under or was it Kane? Who choke slams Shawn Michaels through the announce table? I think that was... Was that Kane? I think it was Kane. Yeah. I did not write it down, unfortunately. <laughs> I just... It just says Tombstone H and Choke Slam Shawn Michaels. 
through the announce table. So the now, at least the announce table got destroyed. Did get destroyed. Did um, it? Did get destroyed. So that was a much better ending. Even though Undertaker still didn't win. Right. The just Brothers of Destruction did. Did what they did do best? Destroy. Destroy. And so, and then the pay per view ends with them walking back and doing their little fist and did they yeah, I'm assuming they do their fist in there. They at least look back over their shoulders. Right. So that was a much better ending to a pay per view than Hell in a Cell. Oh yeah. Much better. Much better. Because it was an actual ending. Right. Didn't just fade to black. There was an actual conclusion. Right. Actual conclusion. So going right off of that ending into the beginning of Raw Somebody bring in the ambulance because <laughs> Triple H and Shawn Michaels are a bunch of babies, Have apparently. a little pity party. <laughs> Let me play you the world's tiniest violin. Ugh. So apparently it's not the last time ever because no. even though Triple H won, apparently that wasn't good enough because he still got his, took his handed to him. <laughs> but I guess the big news there after all their whining is that Shawn Michaels is coming out of retirement and here comes, was it D-Generation X? Yeah. For a match with the Brothers of Destruction at Crown Jewel. So, not the last, well, I guess it's still technically the last time ever because it was a singles match at <laughs> right. Super Showdown and this is different, yeah, I guess. Tag team, I guess. It's a tag team match, so I guess it I don't know. So you can suck it. Uh, apparently. <laughs> That's what they're basically telling the WWE Universe. Yeah. But yeah, so that was the first like, 15 minutes of Raw was them whining pretty much. Mm. Something about lack. There was never any respect, blah, blah, blah. He's, That's why I retired was for respect and there's no respect and blah, blah. It's, it's like, it's The Undertaker and Kane. They don't respect anybody. What do you... No thinking i guess kane kind of respects daniel bryan but <laughs> yeah. but otherwise there's no respect from those two no. what were you what were you thinking of course yeah. so yeah that's happening at crown jewel yeah that match which um i don't know if they told them but uh kane's kind of busy being a mayor now <laughs> he's the mayor of knox county now he doesn't have time to be gallivanting across the globe because it's not even like these pay-per-views are like, oh, like North Carolina or Texas or something. Yeah. It's all the way in Saudi Arabia. Well, this one's in Saudi Arabia, which I guess right. is technically closer than Australia. Technically. But still, it's like, man. Oh, and then they announced, well, I'm not sure when they announced, because they didn't really announce the WWE World Cup on yeah. Raw. Because the way they sound, the way they were talking, sounded like it had already been announced. I don't know when or where. <laughs> yeah. I guess on social media, but I follow I so. them on social media, and I didn't see it. But they post like every five minutes, so it's kind of hard to see yeah. all the posts. And I can't follow every. Well, I guess I technically could follow every WWE superstar, but I do have other interests, <laughs> not just WWE. But apparently, they're having a best in the world WWE World Cup at Crown Jewel, Saudi Arabia, November 2nd. And John Cena was automatically put in it. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't have to 
do a ma- qualifying match or anything. He's just in it. So I guess that's why his, I guess that's why his speech was super vague because yeah. that they were going to announce that. But he, I guess he couldn't say anything, obviously, because it's not a surprise. Yeah. So I guess that's why his speech was so weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's the first, and apparently it's best of eight. I think it's eight competitors. Yeah, eight. Four from Raw, four from SmackDown. Yeah. And apparently Baron Corbin announced that he was going to have a, what is it called? A global, a global battle, battle royal, royal on Raw between himself and nine other people to determine jobbers basically yeah I guess to determine the first entrant from Raw Mm -hmm. but that was later but that was announced at the beginning of the show but the first match of the night was between Bobby Lashley and Kevin Owens who had tag team match at Super Showdown and apparently something again happened on social media that I'm Missed where Bobby Lashley was saying things were going to change, and somehow he's guess turning heel for yeah, some I reason. So. And Kevin Owens is the good guy. I <laughs> don't know how to live in a world where Kevin Owens is the good guy. I don't, right? Because I don't know, they gave Leo Rush his, I don't know, his manager, I guess now, Bobby Lashley's manager, whatever. Hype man, there Hype we go. Man. Hype man, I'll get there. Um, they he had a mic the, their whole match, so he was like heckling not only Kevin Owens but the crowd mm-hmm. the whole match, which it did get a little annoying. I like what Renee said though. They got they gave him a mic, but they forgot to give him a shirt because for some reason he was Leo Rush was wearing like a sports jacket but no shirt underneath, so that was. <laughs> kind of weird yeah that's a weird look yeah that was weird. especially when he's not gonna wrestle <laughs> yeah. like he was just standing on the outside so yeah i don't know but yeah bobby lashley got a lot meaner and rougher between super showdown and raw because he was i don't know he's just being rough i mean rougher than usual because he's a pretty tough guy anyways yeah. and he he injures both of Kevin Owens' knees. Yeah. Which I said, apparently, Kevin Owens has had knee troubles in the past. Again, mm-hmm. somebody's had knee troubles in the past. Yeah. But I guess he did really hurt him because they're doing, like, a mixed match tag team competition where Kevin Owens was partnered with Natalia, but then they announced that she needs a new partner because Kevin Owens' knees are injured. So I guess maybe mm-hmm. he... Oh, well, but it, again, it could be one of those things where they're just right. making it a part of a story and he's not actually injured. Right. Or he could actually be injured. Don't know. Don't know. But, but yeah, but Bobby Lashley beat him. But then after the match, he went back and beat up Kevin's mo- once more after he'd already hurt <laughs> his knees. So I don't know what's going on with Bobby Lashley. Jet lag. I get maybe that's it. Maybe he's just tired and cranky. And who can blame him? Because that is a long flight. Yeah. And because then Team BNB from the Mixed Match Tag Team Challenge, Bailey and Finn Balor were being interviewed backstage. And then Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley interrupt them for some reason, like being rude to them. Yeah. They didn't do anything to them, so I don't know what's going on. He'll turn. I guess. But I don't like it because I like Bobby Lashley and now they're doing this, son. Yeah. For, like... 
inex- inexplicably doing this. So, yeah. I don't know. Cause they do that sometimes. It was super rude because Finn and Bailey were being super cute and, and talking about... Because apparently later that night they were having a match against Alicia Fox and... Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal again because they've been having matches with them previously. But mm-hmm. this time it was a mixed match tag team match. And they were talking about how they weren't getting along, but Finn and Bailey were like getting along and they're like mm-hmm. peanut butter jelly. And then they said... Batman and Robin, or I guess Bailey's a Batman and Robin, and Finn's like, wait, who's Batman? And Bailey's like, we're both Batman. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? That's, you can't be Batman and Robin and then have no Robin? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> but And then that's when Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush interrupt. But, yeah, so. I don't know what's going on with Bobby Lashley. Maybe he just needs to take a nap. <laughs> One can hope. But then Elias performed, and he was trying to sing a song about the match at Super Showdown. And he said, he did a funny bit about, like, he was weirded out by John Cena's hair or something. (laughs) Or distracted, maybe he was distracted by John Cena's hair or something. Mm -hmm. Something funny about poor John Cena's hair. Because everybody likes to make fun of John Cena. (laughs) But then, one good thing Ronda Rousey did was interrupt Elias. That's the one thing I can approve of that she's done. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, but then the next match was a rematch from Super Showdown. Six-woman tag team match, Riot Squad versus the Bella Twins and Ronda Rousey. Mm -hmm. Which, again, Brie and Nikki, actually just Brie, really, this time. Yeah, mostly Brie. Were doing all the work. Liv Morgan and Brie started the match. And, ooh, they were going at it. Mm. Like, they were, like, just going at They were going at it so hard that they were tangled up and rolled. They both rolled out of the ring together. They were, like, tangled up together. But, yeah, most of it was, yeah, most of it was Brie. But then, of course, they eventually tag Ronda in, mm. and she ends the match. She doesn't really do anything. She just ends it with an arm bar again. Yeah. But then... The best thing ever happened. The Bella Twins attacked Ronda Rousey when they were celebrating. And it was so good. So good. So good. Time. It's just... Because it's ridiculous. They're doing all... Like, pretty much everybody she wrestles with does all the work. And then she gets... And then she comes in and... Gets the win. Gets the win. Gets all the glory. With her one to four moves. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm just... Good for them. Good for the Bella right. Twins. I think eventually they talked to them backstage and they're like, we're tired of basically carrying Ronda Rousey, which they have been. They have been. 100%. Yeah. They're like, it's time for a bella Lucian. <laughs> which, I mean, to be fair, yes. Because Actually, they just, yeah. I mean, they just came back from being gone for like over a year. Uh, a long time. Or a long time. And so, so it's over a year. Yeah, it is a big deal that they're back. They do need to be making a fuss about them more. Right. So, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And I approve of that message. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. But then apparently Natalia came out and helped Ronda Rousey out. Which her face was... It went from being devastated to like, grr, angry to being devastated again. So it's like, (laughs) okay, Anyways, but then it was announced that Nikki was going to have a title match against Ronda at Evolution. 
Mm-hmm. Which, it's like, why Nikki? Bree's right. been doing all the work. Right. So, anyways, that's just my opinion. And plus, then if the she won, then you have... And if Daniel Bryan won, they have husband-wife champions. Yes! Oh, man, come on, WWE. <laughs> Missing the <laughs> obvious. Yeah, right. And then there's a promo backstage. Apparently there's trouble in paradise between Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. <laughs> They're all upset that they didn't beat the Shield at Super Showdown. And, of course, Dolph's trying to game plan and be the architect, I guess, of their group. <laughs> yeah. And Drew's like... You know, they're kind of getting into it. And then Braun's just like, shut up. You're both terrible. You're supposed to be here to back me up. <laughs> He's tired of the excuses. And so that, yeah. So that was a little trouble in paradise there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then he's Slater, which has not been seen for a very long time. Yeah. He approaches Baron Corbin. What does he say? I like to... Represent the great state, state of West Virginia. And the global battle <laughs> and, royal. Yeah, and the global battle royal. And Corbin's like, um, you're just not any good, so no. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's rude. <laughs> like, you're any better. Right. Oh. He's not. He's not. He's, he's not good because he Slater has kids and he needs this job. Right, he needs that job. <laughs> that's his whole thing. Poor Heath Slater. But then after that was the global battle royal, <laughs> and the winner gets to be an entrant in the WWE World Cup. Of course, Baron Corbin enters himself in representing America. Representing America, and oh, those names were like terrible. Well, it's like the like eighties ind- independent wrestling. Right, I know. <laughs> it's like the sickle something from from Russia. And it's like, are we in the like what's going on here right. and something falafel from Egypt and I'm yeah. like oh no yeah. who is no <laughs> just no yeah not good and there's the Belgian waffler that <laughs> one was a little funny yeah it's like oh yeah that one's okay and then was it, one was like the Chilean sea bass or something <laughs> yeah. it's like that's a terrible name but an awesome name Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I guess. And the conquistador. Yep. <laughs> and then I kind of guessed it just by looking at the conquistador's physique, but yeah, he was in a go- all gold suit and the mask. But I was like, that that might be Kurt Angle. Yeah, it's probably Kurt Angle. And of course, yeah, it was only like ten guys, so it was yeah. kind of a sad Royal Rumble anyways with just 10 Battle Royal not a Royal Rumble oh excuse me Battle Royal sorry (laughs) sorry get excited and mix things up but yeah it's kind of sad anyways because 10 guys like that's not as impressive for a Battle Royal but the Conquistador like he kind of rolls out at the beginning and kind of chills on the side of the ring (laughs) and of course Baron Corbin thinks he's won but then the Conquistador comes back in takes him out Mm-hmm. And then he unmasked himself as Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. You suck. <laughs> you suck. Of course, the crowd was super excited oh, yeah. because so he's been excited. gone for like, uh, yeah, for a while. And so, yeah, Kurt Angle gets to go to the WWE <laughs> World Cup. And of course, Baron Corbin's like super upset. <laughs> so upset. So upset. But Kurt Angle's still still on vacation. He's still on vacation. <laughs> yeah, because they try to interview him when he's leaving. 
And they're like, oh, like, what's it like to be back? He's like, I'm not back. I'm still on vacation. (laughs) (laughs) But then he, like, starts walking out of the arena in, like, the whole gold (laughs) outfit. I'm like, he's not leaving like that. No. Unless he did. Unless he did. But uh, I'll be a brave man to walk out in public (laughs) in a gold metallics bodysuit. And then, let's see. Oh, Trish Stratus was there. She did her little... Mm -hmm. Um, hype up for Evolution, which they haven't yeah. done much hype up for. Yeah, not really. Which is a little disappointing because after like the first announcement, it yeah. kind of petered out there. Yeah, there's a lot of excitement, and then kind of went to the wayside. And I guess now they're building back up to it. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James come out and they smack talk each other because Alexa Bliss was supposed to have a singles match against Trish Stratus at evolution and then mickey james was supposed to have her own match against lita mm-hmm. but i guess i think alexa might still be injured because i think so because no. they turned it into a tag team tag match team, yeah. so that makes me think that alexa is still injured which is not good no and so that's that was the build-up for evolution mm-hmm. and then the shield has a little promo, weird promo. <laughs> yeah. T- saying one second they're like, "We're you talking to Braun Strowman and Dolphin Drew saying like, you think you're the bad guys? No, we're the bad guys." And then blah blah blah, we're the Hounds of Justice. And it's like, how do you you can't be the bad guys and the Hounds of Justice? That's not <laughs> how that works. Yeah. So, I don't know. That was. But then it was also weird because the camera was like on the ground up, and then they picked, picked it up. up. the camera. I don't know. That was... <laughs> and put it down again. Yeah, that was a weird little promo. Yeah. Oh, and then Paul Heyman comes out randomly. Don't even know why he's yeah. there. I guess to remind us that Brock Lesnar exists. Ugh. But yeah, that was all just pretty much blah, blah, blah. Normal Paul Heyman <laughs> yeah. stuff. Brock Lesnar's the best. Crown mm-hmm. Jewel, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. It's all about me. And then another rematch for Super Showdown was The Shield versus Braun and Dolph and Drew again. Mm-hmm. And at one point, Braun yells at Dolph and Drew after The Shield knocks them out of the ring. But yeah, more trouble in paradise for Braun and Dolph and Drew pretty much in that match. Because mm-hmm. apparently Braun is just like not happy with Dolph at all. Because at one point, Braun, like, comes in, which he's not tagged in at this point, but, like, he comes in, like, just knocks every, like, you know, shield out. And then he yells at Dolph. He's like, oh, this is how you carry your weight. This is how you do it. And they get into it. And then Braun, like, grabs Dolph by the throat. (laughs) But then Drew comes in, like, saves Dolph Ziggler. So that was kind of a tense moment. Tense, dramatic moment. (laughs) Again, storytelling. I guess their, their matches have been more storytelling like within the match which I enjoyed because why not Mm -hmm. but then the shield they take advantage of the argument and Drew actually pins Dean like twice kind of Mm -hmm. technically because I'm pretty sure that ref like counted to three that one time (laughs) Yeah, but I guess he didn't but he did but that was a good good match their matches Mm -hmm. have been really good to watch yeah but then Drew does pin Dean for the win. Mm-hmm. And 
something that was left up in the air was Dean leaves the ring without Roman and Seth. Mm-hmm. And he just walks out, just leaves. It's like, what's that about? <laughs> and then they do a little, I guess afterwards, I watched clips and there's a clip of Seth and Roman like left in the ring, like leaving and they're kind of just like, what's going on? That's weird. And then they try to interview Dean and he's like walking out of the arena and they're like, Dean, Dean, what does that mean? What are you doing? And he's like, I, he's like, I guess, I guess I just don't belong anywhere anymore. And it's like, what? Ooh. So, don't know what's going on with Dean Ambrose. But I guess when do we ever know what's going on with Dean Ambrose? <laughs> if right. we're being honest. But yeah. can't guess what the lunatic fringe is gonna do. No, but that's how Raw ended. And then on to SmackDown. SmackDown just like got right in it. Yeah, straight. It's straight into it. Women's championship match. Another rematch. Charlotte versus Becky Lynch. But this time, if Becky is disqualified for any reason, she loses her title. Mm-hmm. But apparently there can still be count outs. Apparently. At one point, Becky did knock Charlotte into the ref after Becky tried to leave with the belt again. Because she tried to do it again like she did Super Showdown. She tried to yeah. grab the her title and leave but Charlotte was like nope we're doing this we're wrestling and this this was a good match though again yeah. I mean again they're just really good wrestlers and at one point the ref's like coming back too after you know getting jostled cause he wasn't <laughs> really hit yeah. Charlotte's down and Becky's like about to hit Charlotte with the belt again to be disqualified which I don't know why she would do that I guess she was trying to get away with it while the ref was distracted I guess yeah. I guess that's what that was and but the ref catches her before she does it and he's like, Well, you can't do that. No, no. He's like, No, I'm gonna disqualify you and like he's about to do it, but then Charlotte takes advantage of Becky being being distracted by like arguing with the ref and like mm-hmm. spears Becky, but then that kind of backfires because they're going at it so hard that they um they end up getting they both get counted out because they're I don't know, they guess they're so into it that they don't hear the ref count to 10 and so Mm. it's a double count out so nobody wins so again becky retains but charlotte is super mad again (laughs) and she chases becky up the ramp and into the entranceway and tackles her through the led panels yeah which i don't know if they ever let women do that violent of stuff at least not that since I've been watching. Yeah, not a lot. And we don't see Becky move at all, do we? No. Of course, like all the you know refs and the I don't know who the guy is in the suit, but there's <laughs> at some point when somebody gets seriously hurt, there's always a guy or two in suits that like come out from nowhere. Yeah. Checking on them, I don't know who they are. And of course, they're all like, "Oh, get a trainer, get a trainer." And of course, Charlotte's on top, so they untangle her from the mess and she's bleeding Mm -hmm. but we don't see becky move no so that was that was a very dramatic beginning to smackdown like i said they just got right into it Mm -hmm. which is good because when you got a match like that you don't need any wine in triple h and Shawn michaels and then the next match was jeff hardy's first match since hell in a cell yeah which was kind of surprising because they didn't really build up to that. It was just, oh, Jeff Hardy's back. 
Yeah. And it was versus Samoa Joe for a World Cup qualifying match. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Joe was still hurt from Super Showdown. Yeah. Like, his, his whole leg was almost taped up. Yeah, pretty much. You know, Jeff Hardy took advantage. He's, he saw that his knee was injured, and he went after it. And Oh, yeah. And the ref ended up... He just ended up ending the match, didn't he? Yeah. Because Samoa Joe couldn't even yeah. walk, really. At one point, yeah. Samoa Joe couldn't even stand up. So. Yeah, he would, like, take a step and then fall. And and so... The ref just ended the match. Ended the match. And because Samoa Joe couldn't finish the match, Jeff Hardy won. So that was a super, super short match. Mm-hmm. To the point where we're not sure if Samoa Joe is actually injured or if they're just using that as story. Right. Don't know. And then they they announced after that that Becky and Charlotte would have a rematch again at Evolution, mm-hmm. but this time it's going to be a last woman standing match. And what does that mean exactly? I forget. Is that where there's like no counts, no disqualifications? Yeah, that's probably yeah. Or let's see. Because Iron Man matches whoever gets the most pins within right. a certain amount of time, right? So I'm gonna say yeah, the last last woman standing would be. Yeah, no, no, de- no disqualifications, no countouts. It has to be pinfall or submission. Can it be a pinfall anywhere though. Probably anywhere. It'd probably be something like that. Okay. I'm not hundred percent sure, but it's probably pinfall, pin anywhere. Okay. Because sometimes I get confused about what matches mean, what the rules for each match. Yeah. Okay. That's probably what that'll be, yeah. Okay. So, again, it's going to be a good match because they're both really good wrestlers. Mm. And especially if it's the last woman standing match. So, that's yeah. going to be somehow even more intense than they've been so far. <laughs> right. Oh, and then we have an episode of Miss TV. Boo, bring back True TV. Right? <laughs> right? So much better. But anyways. So much he tries to remain professional with his guests, <laughs> who are, he has two guests this week. AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. He fails miserably at being professional, <laughs> according course. to me. But anyways, <laughs> Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles have good back and forth at the expense of the Miz. <laughs> of course, they just rub it in his face that he want he did not win and he isn't competing for the title. What do they call him? The Daniel Bryan calls him the Two Minute Man. <laughs> yeah, Two Minute Man. <laughs> And then AJ asks Daniel Bryan, how good does it feel to punch the Miz? Because <laughs> yeah. apparently it's some, he said something about, like, punch out the Miz's tooth or something. So yeah. I don't know when that happened, but I want to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> but at one point they do get kind of a little intense with each other because yeah. Daniel Bryan's like, this has been my dream to come back and get the WWE championship. And he's like, I don't think I can be... AJ Styles, I know I can. And, of course, they get a little heated. But then, going back to, like, well, AJ Styles is a worthy opponent and, you know, not a two-minute man or what, you know. (laughs) So, anyway, so that was fun. Mm -hmm. But then The Miz, I guess, has the last laugh because he's like, AJ Styles has a match with uh, Shelton Shelton Benjamin. I keep uh, his name. Okay, Shelton (laughs) Benjamin right now. And that was a good match to watch because they're both really good wrestlers. Yeah. But uh, Styles gets him with a phenomenal forearm and wins. Mm. Yep. Oh, but during that match, The Miz and Daniel Bryan are both doing commentary. Well, kind of. Well, kind of, yeah. (laughs) But then, you know, 
but then you know AJ wins and mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan gets up and like applauds him at the end. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah, that was something else the Miz joked about like. Oh, mutual respect, handshake. This will be an exciting match. <laughs> yeah. About AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. So, that was, I don't know. That was, even though Truth TV is better, that was a good episode of Miss TV. Yeah. Oh, but the final match of SmackDown Live was The Big Show versus Randy Orton, which mm. was exciting because, what they say, almost a year yeah, Big Show hasn't wrestled? a year since Big Show. Yeah. Been in the ring. And that was that was a decent match. Yeah. It was it was short. Yeah. Cause it was at the end of the night. But that was also a World Cup qualifying match. Yeah. Which oh I wish Big Show had qualified. But Yeah. That would have been cool. But somehow Randy Orton RKO'd the Big Show. I don't know yeah. how that's possible. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, <laughs> as it always is. <laughs> oh, but he RKO'd because he did a thumb to the eye. Oh yeah, when the riff was with, well, I guess not looking, but from the angle, the ref couldn't see it. Couldn't see it, yeah. He got him in the eye. Yeah, he got he Big Show in the eye. Was able to arcade and him. Then arcade Big Show and pinned him. So Randy Orton got the qualifying for the WWE World Cup. So that's is that three? That's three people for SmackDown, right? I guess. Cause, but but it sometimes they said John Cena for Raw. No, as well. Kurt Angle for. Because they were saying, like, oh, that's all four for SmackDown. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, they said that. And it's like, wait, what? But what? the Kurt Angle is supposed to be for Raw. Right. So I don't know if they were just getting tongue tied, maybe. I don't I know. Think so. I think we won't know until the crowd duel. So. Right. Well, I mean, they got Well, they have to have qualifying matches on well, Raw. Well, that's. I mean, yeah. So I, I think we'll, they just got it twisted a little so, at the end. But. So we think it's. Kurt Angle for Raw. So there's three left for Raw, we think. Yeah. And then John Cena, Jeff Hardy, and Randy Orton for SmackDown. Oh, I just realized it was Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton. Oh, no. Oh, I just realized that. Okay, that's why they did that. Oh, yeah. That is why they did that. That's why they did that. I don't know why I just realized that. But (laughs) I guess because I was too distraught about Big Show not winning. Right. But yeah, no, yeah, that's why they did it. And so there's one left for SmackDown, mm-hmm. which I don't know who that's going to be. Yeah, I don't know. Because they haven't really been... Oh, wait, no. I think it's a... Oh, yeah, that's right. It's a qual... Next week's a qualifying match between Rey Mysterio and Shinsuke Nakamura. That's, that's right. right. So it's one of those two. So it'll be one of them. I feel like it's probably going to be Rey Mysterio. Probably, since he's coming back. And, he, and Shinsuke is the United States champion. Right. So it'd be weird to have him do that. Yeah. So it'll probably be Rey Mysterio. Yeah, probably. That's right. That's okay. right. So we have no... So kind of have idea for SmackDown's lineup for the World Cup, but Raw. other than Kurt Angle for Raw, yeah, we, we don't know. No um, I think they mentioned a few people tweeted about it. I know Finn Balor definitely tweeted about it. Yeah. Saying like, oh, I've pretty much done it all before because, you know, he's wrestled independent in America he's mm. wrestled in Japan he's done some stuff in Mexico too I think and yeah. you know he's been champion yeah. everywhere he's gone pretty much yeah NXT in, yeah. it'd be insane not to have Finn Balor in there right exactly and then I think Jinder Mahal tweeted something cause he's been WWE champion yeah, US Mahal. champion That's and true. then oh, who was the third that they mentioned I can't remember so 
I'm sure they'll announce at least matches, qualifying matches soon Yeah. for Raw. Because that's coming up pretty quick. Yeah, it's in less than a month. Yeah, it's so. in less than a month, so yeah. It'll be within the next couple weeks. Yeah. Like two Raws, probably. We'll find out. So, overall, Super Showdown, it was it was a good pay-per-view. Um, yeah. Some stuff could have been better than others. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the case with any pay-per-view, I guess. There's no yeah. such thing as a perfect... At least I haven't seen a perfect pay-per-view yet. No. But maybe someday. I don't know. But overall, it was good. There were good matches. Mm-hmm. I guess overall it was good because the one feud I wanted to be over is over. The AJ Styles Samojo <laughs> thing's yeah, over, so it's finally over. So that that part's good. Yes. So a plus on that. A plus for that alone. <laughs> for that alone, right? But yeah, um, next pay per view coming up is Evolution. Evolution. I think it's October twenty eighth, so the mm-hmm. end of the month, and they've got a few matches built up um the trish alexa bliss lita mickey james match mm-hmm. ronda rousey nikki bella uh charlotte, charlotte and becky, becky yeah. and then the finals for the may young classic Mayan. tournament which mm-hmm. i need to catch up on i've watched all the first round i haven't watched any of the second round yet but so far i've been really good and exciting they got some really good women competitors this year mm-hmm. um some from nxt some from UK NXT because apparently there's a whole separate UK (laughs) NXT apparently and then some women from the indies too so that's really exciting and they've pretty much all been really good so probably a lot of Japanese wrestlers I I imagine a couple of Japanese wrestlers uh, one from Brazil a couple have only been wrestling like a year Mm mm-hmm God, one was one girl. She she was nineteen. I can call her a girl because she's nineteen years old. Oh yeah. I think I think they said her father was one of the trainers at the performance center. Yeah. So she's been around so, wrestling yeah. pretty much her whole life. But right. ooh, she's tiny. <laughs> she is tiny. Uh, she I think yeah she lost her match mm. first round. But I mean, she's only nineteen, so right. she's got tons of time. She got time. She's got tons of time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a woman in there that's like 40 years old and I'm sure. wrestling but she's amazing but I mean they're all good so oh she's the the Japanese wrestler the, the was she the queen of strong style no or no what was her name? oh what what did they say they said they called her the final boss yeah that's right she was the final boss. but they call her like a minister of strong style oh, or yeah, something I, mean, I know uh, Shinsuke is like the, the king, king of, strong. of strong style but no I think they called said she was a minister of strong style I was like whoa okay but yeah no they called her like the final boss I wish I could remember yeah. her name right now but all I can remember is the final boss. I was like, that is the best <laughs> na- nickname ever. Like, you can't get right. better than that. No. You literally can't. No, you can't. The they final lit- boss. The final boss. So, but they said there's going to be like over 50 women involved in yeah. that pay-per-view, which I don't so know how. they're going to have some kind of battle royale or something. I probably. hope so. Or like a mini Royal Rumble or something. Yeah, something. Unless like they're that. counting all the... Th- 32 women involved in the Mae Young Classic tournament. Unless they're weirdly including those, but I feel like that's cheating because they're not actually actually wrestling at the event. They won't actually be there. So, but unless they just 
do a whole ro- battle royal with all of them. With all of them there. Which would be super cool. Yeah. So, I would be okay with that. So, I guess they still need more build-up because I don't know what's going to happen. And they got to do a whole pay-per-view. So, they need to start building up so I can get even more excited. Because this is the first all-women's pay-per-view mm. in WWE history. So, they need to get on it. Maybe yeah. they'll announce women's tag team titles for the first time. That would be Hopefully. that would be the thing that would set it over the top, honestly. Right. So, looking forward to that. Then Crown Jewel, <laughs> yeah. right after that. Like so the week after that. Less than the week after that. Yeah, less actually. Than the week. Yeah. Those are going to be interesting to record those podcasts so close together. <laughs> yeah. uh, they probably won't be as long as this. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, lot to look forward to. But thank you again so much for listening to On the Road 2. We are on iTunes podcast app, which is going to have our whole library when we get a, what we you would consider a library, more than three episodes. <laughs> All three episodes. All three episodes. We are going to be on Sound... Well, we are on SoundCloud, but that's probably just going to have our most recent most episodes. Recent. So considering how long these episodes have been, probably two at a time are going to be on SoundCloud. Um, But please rate, review, like, subscribe, all the wonderful things. Share on social media. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your loved ones if they love wrestling. Obviously, if they love wrestling otherwise, this will be a really weird podcast to suggest (laughs) to them. Or they could get into wrestling because we're also new to it, so... Maybe be a little easier for them to get into this podcast than other wrestling podcasts. Okay, you could join us on this journey of discovery. Yep, this is definitely a journey for me. <laughs> definitely a journey. I'm learning new things every day. Did I hit every all the things? Yeah, that's, that should be it. All right. So, again, thank you for listening to our third episode, and we'll see you on the road to... Evolution. That was weird. <laughs> That was so weird. No, I don't know. I just said the thing.